What you're about to hear is one of the oldest theological errors in the history of the church. It's also one of the most dangerous and destructive. Sadly, this lie is alive and well. My guest today will help us to expose it, understand it, and correct it today on Jewish Voice. Shalom and welcome to Jewish Voice, a program to help you to understand the Jewish roots of your Christian faith, Bible prophecy, and world events surrounding Israel. For almost 2,000 years, the church has been separated from the Jewish roots of the faith, but now that's changing. Believers, like many of you who watch this program, are catching on to an ancient mystery that's now coming to light a restoration of the Jewish roots of our faith. Today's guest is passionate about healing the divide between Jew and Gentile. He's a prolific author and speaker, and today he's going to help you to understand your true identity. We're one new man, Jew and Gentile together. Please welcome my good friend, Dr. Daniel Juster. We have new comfortable chairs since the last time you were on. Yes. Isn't that Amazing. comfortable? We sit higher up. You like it, eh? Yes, it's not yeah. bad. Our, we've done quite a bit of work since you were yes. last here on the set. A new book, and you have, how many books you have out? You're About prolific. 20. I thought so. You're a very prolific author. This one uh, is really important, and we want to talk about it today. We'll get to that later. But replacement theology. This is a lie. It's a dangerous lie. It's almost 2,000 years old. But I think most people that are watching the program have never heard of replacement theology or just a limited number of people. What is replacement theology? Replacement theology is under a variety of names, fulfillment theology, um, many other names, basically is saying that the church now has superseded Israel and that ethnic Israel, the Jewish people, no longer have a significant place as elect or chosen in God. And this theology that discards the place of the Jewish people and replaces it with the church, the new and true spiritual Israel, is very dangerous because I believe it's the primary root of anti-Semitism. Most people I talk to have never heard the term replacement theology or supersessionism. As you said, there's many names that it falls under. But the residue or the effects of replacement theology really permeate the church, including the evangelical Bible-believing church, don't they? It's enormous. Now, there was a time when the evangelical church was dominantly uh, Jewish-oriented in regards to not being replacement uh, theology-oriented, but today replacement theology is a growing trend of a significant minority in the evangelical world, and it's of great concern. But Dan, help us to understand the misconceptions about Jewish people that have that replacement the theology has created. If you believe that the Jewish people are no longer elect or chosen by God, which is against the direct statement of Paul in Romans chapter 11, and if you come to believe that the Jewish people have been discarded or set aside, then it's much easier to fall into anti-Semitism. See, anti-Semitism would have been impossible if the whole church had embraced the continued election of the Jewish people and God's love for them, though enemies of the gospel, beloved and elect for the sake of the fathers, if the church had embraced that, then anti-Semitism would have been impossible 
because they would have been fighting against God. You're saying that if the church had embraced the Jewish people and this theology had not come into the church, that the Crusades would have been prevented, the Holocaust would have been prevented? Yes, the history of anti-Semitism would have been impossible because the church would have been an Israel-oriented church. And the church wasn't an Israel-oriented church. So the church's idea that God had rejected Israel prepared the way for anti-Semitism. That's huge. That's huge. You're saying that history would have actually turned out different. Tremendously so. And so uh, replacement theology is very dangerous in several regards. For one thing, the people who have that theology do not read the Bible straightforwardly. They reinterpret those texts. They take those texts away from their contextual meaning and say they mean something else. Uh, the people who are given to that theology give themselves to pride and arrogance against the Jewish people, which Paul warned against in Romans 11. In arrogance and pride, we lose something of the power and presence of God. Dan, very quickly, you're an expert in this. Just very simply, how did this happen? Well, early on, after the wars against Rome, and there were two great wars against Rome, the early church fathers came to believe that there couldn't have been such a devastating destruction of the Jewish people. Josephus telling us that almost a million died in the war against Rome. There couldn't been that level of destruction unless God had totally rejected these people. So the idea of the total rejection of the Jewish people came into the church fathers in the second century, Jonathan. We've got to take a break. Later in the program, by the way, we have an important update on what may be the discovery of one of the lost tribes of Israel. I I'm serious about this, but just ahead, what the Apostle Paul revealed about the future of Israel. Stay with us. Here at Jewish Voice, we are dedicated to proclaiming the gospel, the good news that Yeshua, Jesus, is the Messiah to the Jew first and also to the nations. One key way we do this is by providing life-saving medical help to some of the most impoverished and needy Jewish people in the world. But our medical teams provide more than just physical care and comfort. It opens the door for us to share God's love and the good news that Yeshua is their true Messiah. Today, we are urgently preparing for our next medical clinic to bless a community of Lost Tribes Jews called the Beta Israel in Gondar, Ethiopia. We go with a powerful sense of urgency because we know that time is literally running out for many of the most vulnerable, especially infants and toddlers. We go knowing that without your help, some of these precious sons and daughters of Abraham will die needlessly for lack of basic medical care. The question is, how many can we help? The answer lies in part with you. Will you help save and transform the lives of precious people from Israel's lost tribes by sharing your most generous gift today? As our special thank you when you respond with a gift of any amount today, we will send you Daniel Juster's inspiring book, A Passion for Israel, plus the illuminating audio CD by Jonathan Burnus titled, Dangerous Lies of Replacement Theology. If you're able to share a gift of $100 or more today, we'd like to send you our entire Israel Passion Bundle as an expression of our thanks. This resource bundle includes the book and CD just mentioned, but also two powerful teachings by Jonathan Burnus on DVD, plus his popular booklet titled, The Seven Keys to Unlock the Prophetic Mystery of Israel, and the award-winning DVD documentary, The Miracle of Israel, 
This remarkable bundle of resources will broaden your understanding of Israel's unique role in God's plan for mankind and deepen your love for the Jewish people. Finally, as an ongoing expression of our thanks for choosing to help so many in need, you'll receive our Jewish Voice Today magazine. This beautiful bi-monthly magazine brings you timely insights into Israel, Bible prophecy, and the Jewish roots of your faith, as well as teaching and testimonies. God has promised to bless those who bless the Jewish people. To share a gift in support of this vital outreach and request your thank you resources, please call, click, or write now. And remember, your generous gift will make you part of extending life-saving medical help to some very needy Jewish people. Once again, time is of the essence for many of these people. Please call, write, or click right now. What you're about to hear is one of the oldest theological errors in the history of the church. It's also one of the most dangerous and destructive. Sadly, this lie is alive and well. My guest today will help us to expose it, understand it, and correct it today on Jewish Voice. I'm back with Dr. Daniel Juster, who's here discussing his most recent book, Passion for Israel. And I know many of you that are watching Jewish Voice have a passion for Israel and the Jewish people. And our guest is here to help you to better understand what your role really is. Dan, Passion for Israel, it's a history of the church's commitment to the Jewish people in Israel. And we were talking before, you were telling us about the divide and that if this divide hadn't happened and the church had continued to embrace her Jewish roots, we wouldn't have seen this terrible 2,000-year history. The Crusades, the, the, the Spanish Inquisition, the, the, the Holocaust wouldn't have happened. That's an astounding statement. It's really a, an extraordinary statement, but many historians believe that this was the case, that replacement theology paved the way for anti-Semitism. It's not in itself anti-Semitism, but it removes a barrier to anti-Semitism, and had that barrier been there, I think these events of history would not have been possible. The good news is we can change all that, and there's a history of the church's commitment to the Jewish yes. people. Talk about the book a little bit. Yes, the book is trying to refute a myth, a myth among replacement theology people. Replacement theology people believe that their idea of reinterpreting the text is the way to read the Bible, and that the reading of the Bible that has a high regard for the election of Israel was a aberration that came from John Nelson Darby in the mid to late 19th century. But that is totally false. And what happened was that great Puritan writers wanted to take the Bible's texts in context and believe what they straightforwardly said. So there was a tremendous movement of showing favor to the Jewish people that started in the Puritans. It's why the Puritans were uh, inviting the Jewish people into the colonies of the United States, why they wanted to invite them back to England. And that is really the beginnings of the refutation of replacement theology. And it's a fascinating history and God's blessing, yeah. according to Genesis 12:3, I will bless those that bless my people, is all over this history because you have these people playing a role in the restoration of the, of the land of Israel, bringing Jewish people to America. It's, it's an incredible history. Oh, it's an amazing story because the Puritans influenced the Lutheran pietists 
And they influenced the Anglican Church and the Lutheran Pietists to found Christ Church in the middle of the 19th century, actually 1840. Legislation was passed in the British Parliament. So by the middle of the 19th century, British and American evangelical Christians, whether they were Anglican or Presbyterian or Methodist, were for the most part Jewish-oriented and believed in the restoration of Israel. And Dan, these are the ones that saw the need for Israel to be restored as a nation, the land of Israel, Jerusalem to be restored. They understood that, didn't they? Yes, and it influenced politics because it was this influence that caused the British to pass legislation in the 1840s to declare that they as a nation had a divine purpose to restore the nation of Israel in their own land. This heritage is a key to the very existence of the nation of Israel, and it's questionable. Just like I said, anti-Semitism would have been impossible uh, without replacement theology in this era in the church, so the nation of Israel might have been impossible without this pro-Christian Zionist history. This is so exciting and fascinating because we're hearing that Christians, true Bible-believing pro-Israel Christians, played a role in the restoration of Israel. Dan, let's jump ahead. This is a restoration, a divine restoration, that we're seeing continue today. 2,000-year history of anti-Semitism in the name of Christ and Christianity, but it's changing, isn't it? Yes, we're still fighting this battle again. I mean, 30, 40 years ago, it looked like the evangelical world was solid with regards to its support for Israel. But now, we're seeing especially young people questioning uh, the Bible. They're questioning uh, Israel because they hear about injustices to the Palestinians and they say if Israel is not more of an ideal nation, how can we believe that they're really the chosen people and they confuse election. And so we're seeing a weakening of these pillars in the evangelical world and it's of great concern to me. You referenced Romans 11. I want to move back to Romans 11. What the Bible does say about the land of Israel, the people of Israel in the last days? Well, there are many things in Romans 11 that are very, very important. For one thing, it says that the Jewish people's non-embrace of Yeshua, Jesus, as a whole is temporary. So that's where you come in. You lovers of Israel, you have a specific role to play. Dan, practically, what role can Christians who really do love Israel and the Jewish people, what role can they play? What's their job? Well, not only can they stand for the legitimacy of Israel being a nation, that doesn't mean they have to support all of their policies, but they have to stand with the Jewish people after the Holocaust and all they've been through. And Jewish people are very touched by this. I was one time speaking to a Jewish person uh, that I was sharing the gospel with in Israel a few years ago, and I was very careful to just present myself as a Messianic Jew. I didn't use Christian language. I didn't call myself a Christian. And right out of the blue, she said, well, we know that the evangelical Christians are standing with us. I was stunned. This is a secular Jew in uh, Ashdod, Israel. And all of a sudden, she knew about evangelical Christians. This is really important. Dan, thank you for writing this great book, Passion for Israel. Dr. Daniel Juster's most recent book, Passion for Israel, is an eye-opening account of the dangers presented by replacement theology. And it also is a fascinating history of a church that understood God's plan for Israel and the Jewish people and played a role in the return to the land and in blessing them. Genesis 12.3 is still in effect 
I will bless those that bless my people Israel. And God has called you to stand in support of Israel. We'll be right back. Here at Jewish Voice, we are dedicated to proclaiming the gospel, the good news that Yeshua, Jesus, is the Messiah to the Jew first and also to the nations. One key way we do this is by providing life-saving medical help to some of the most impoverished and needy Jewish people in the world. But our medical teams provide more than just physical care and comfort. It opens the door for us to share God's love and the good news that Yeshua is their true Messiah. Today, we are urgently preparing for our next medical clinic to bless a community of Lost Tribes Jews called the Beta Israel in Gondar, Ethiopia. We go with a powerful sense of urgency because we know that time is literally running out for many of the most vulnerable, especially infants and toddlers. We go knowing that without your help, some of these precious sons and daughters of Abraham will die needlessly for lack of basic medical care. The question is, how many can we help? The answer lies in part with you. Will you help save and transform the lives of precious people from Israel's lost tribes by sharing your most generous gift today? As our special thank you when you respond with a gift of any amount today, we will send you Daniel Juster's inspiring book, A Passion for Israel, plus the illuminating audio CD by Jonathan Burnus titled, Dangerous Lies of Replacement Theology. If you're able to share a gift of $100 or more today, we'd like to send you our entire Israel Passion Bundle as an expression of our thanks. This resource bundle includes the book and CD just mentioned, but also two powerful teachings by Jonathan Burnus on DVD, plus his popular booklet titled, The Seven Keys to Unlock the Prophetic Mystery of Israel, and the award-winning DVD documentary, The Miracle of Israel. This remarkable bundle of resources will broaden your understanding of Israel's unique role in God's plan for mankind and deepen your love for the Jewish people. Finally, as an ongoing expression of our thanks for choosing to help so many in need, you'll receive our Jewish Voice Today magazine. This beautiful bi-monthly magazine brings you timely insights into Israel, Bible prophecy, and the Jewish roots of your faith, as well as teaching and testimonies. God has promised to bless those who bless the Jewish people. To share a gift in support of this vital outreach and request your thank you resources, please call, click, or write now. And remember, your generous gift will make you part of extending life-saving medical help to some very needy Jewish people. Once again, time is of the essence for many of these people. Please call, write, or click right now. One of my favorite things to feature on this program are testimonies from Jewish believers, firsthand accounts of the joys, the sorrows, the victories, and tribulations experienced in their journey to discover Yeshua, Jesus, as their Messiah. And let me tell you, the testimony that you're about to hear today is a remarkable one. If you've ever been fed up with religion or felt like God was so very far away or even wondered if God has a plan for your life, this testimony will resonate with you. Today's guest was born in Israel into a religious Jewish family and then he went out into the world and became incredibly successful and accumulated all the possessions that one could ever want. But then one day, a friend asked to lead him in a short prayer and gave him the Brit Hadashah 
That's the New Testament in Hebrew, and that's when his life changed forever. Please welcome my good friend, Jacob Damkani. You were really pioneering evangelism, street evangelism in Israel in the very early days, 30 years ago. Talk about your background, because you grew up in Israel, you, ha you grew up in an Orthodox family. Wh who was Jesus to you? Jonathan, Jesus, we hold him responsible for the Inquisition. We hold him responsible for the Crusaders, for all the pogroms. He came and betrayed God and betrayed the people of Israel and started a new religion. And this new religion, you know, what so-called Christianity have done to us, the Jews. That's how we view Jesus. So not very favorable. Not at all. Yeah. Not, only not, not only not favorable, but enemy. Yeah. Enemy of our people. And so what, what happened? Tell us well, what really, happened. Religion I left when I was 16 years of age. Israel I left when I was 22 years old. Went to Europe, from Europe to the Bahamas. Landed in Miami Beach, 22 years old. From there to New Jersey, managing to open my own shop. On my desk, I have my Bible. And when I say my Bible, I'm just referring to the old covenant. A man named Jeff walks into my shop. And Christian, Gentile, acquainted with history, acquainted very well with the scriptures. It took him six months to rearrange my mind, my heart, and re-examining Yeshua in the Jewish context. And in a matter of six, six months, I have realized I better read the New Covenant. Good idea. Now, what, what did that feel like to you? Because I remember when I read the New Covenant, or I was challenged to read the New Covenant, it was like, for me, this is taboo. It was kind of scary going into enemy territory. I Did you do, feel that I, way? Exactly. I had to gather my loins. A Gentile Christian who took upon himself to provoke me to jealousy, precisely the commission of all Christians, to provoke us to jealousy, his kindness, his love, his patience, his holy work, his assurance and confidence with the relationship with the living God, the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, in the way in which he really managed to unfold scriptures before me, from Isaiah 53 to Daniel 9 to Jeremiah 31 to Ezekiel 36 to Psalms 2. These are prophecies in our own Jewish scriptures that he's referring to, written hundreds of years before Jesus Yeshua was ever born. Did you ever see those before? Had you read those? No! I mean, he really shocked me with all of those, and then he brought me with my back up against the wall, and I made up my mind, I'm going to give my ear and my heart to the prophets, with all respect to the rabbis, with all respect to my parents and teachers in school. I'm here discovering something great. And when I start reading the New Covenant, it's all about love and compassion. It's all about the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, the Sabbath, the Feast of Israel, Forgive one another, serve one another, think others more important than yourself, do whatsoever you do to the glory of God. It's either you drink or you eat, you live or you die. Whatsoever you do, you do to the glory of what God. What a shock, huh? And, and I'm, I'm getting my shock. What a and, shock in the New Testament. Yeah, and, and all I read is about my God, my people, the feast I grew up with. The Sabbath is the Sabbath. Pesach, Passover, Tabernacle, Sukkot, Shavuot, Pentecost. Nothing about the trees of Christmas. <laughs> Nothing about the eggs of Easter. Yeah? Nothing about any of that. And when I realized that my identity as a Jew is not being jeopardized, I went on my knees and I just asked God if this is the promised Passover lamb.
If he is the one whom you have promised to come and cleanse me, take my heart of stone and give me a new heart and put thy spirit within me so you can put an end to a temple made out of stone, silver and gold. I will never forget those days. You show me and I will be your slave to my last breath. And he answered your prayer. And he gave me my burning bush experience and he gave me my road to Damascus experience, 1977, and nothing has been the same oh, man, that's since that day. Yeah. Jacob, your life story is a true testament to do his will, especially when you present the Jewish gospel to the Jewish people in a Jewish way. For more information on Jacob's book, Why Me?, or his movie, The Other Side of the Cross, be sure to check out our website, jewishvoice.org. We'll be right back. The Spirit moving mightily. Miracles. Fulfilled prophecy. Marveling as Jesus calls his people back to himself in preparation for his return. Serving as his hands and feet in far-flung places around the globe. I was hungry, and you gave me something to eat. I was thirsty, and you gave me something to drink. I was a stranger, and you invited me in. I needed clothes, and you clothed me. I was sick, and you looked after me. I was in prison, and you came to visit me. The king will reply, I tell you the truth, whatever you did for one of the least of these brothers of mine, you did for me. This is what outreach is about with Jewish Voice. You can be a part of it. Now is the time. Answer the call. To find out how, call 1-800-299-YESHUA or go to www.pleaseanswerthecall.org. Since 1967, Jewish Voice has been dedicated to proclaiming the good news that Yeshua, Jesus, is the Messiah and Savior. We do that to the Jew first and also to the nations. Now, one way that we do this is by helping some of the most impoverished and needy Jewish people in the world. We've been able to demonstrate God's love by providing these people with medical care, dental care, eye care, eyeglasses, eye surgeries, medications, all completely free of charge. And most importantly, we share the gospel. And it's through your faithful support that we're able to make a difference in their lives. As our way of saying thank you for your generous gift of support today, I'd like to send you Dr. Daniel Juster's most recent book. It's called Passion for Israel. Now, if you love Israel and you want to understand your role in being a blessing to the Jewish people, this book is a must read. It's going to equip you with a biblical understanding of your role and the attacks that Israel faces. And there's so many attacks that Israel faces. You need to stand in the gap. Now, along with this book, I also want you to have one of my CD teachings. It's called The Dangerous Lie of Replacement Theology. This is an in-depth teaching on why this diabolical lie is so dangerous. It's a very simple teaching, but it's thorough, and it's going to equip you to be a defender of Israel and the Jewish people. And as an additional bonus, when you share and request these products, I also want you to have our Jewish Voice Today magazine. This is a a bi-monthly magazine about some really vital topics pertaining to Israel, Bible prophecy, and the Jewish roots of your faith. It's a great resource, and I want to get it into your hands. And remember, your gift today will be used to help some of the most impoverished and needy Jewish people in the world. 
you'll be a blessing to the Jewish people according to Genesis chapter 12 verse 3. Hey, by the way, we're on Facebook. You can check us out by going to facebook.com slash Jewish voice, facebook.com slash Jewish voice, and then be sure to like our page and you can stay up to date on everything that's happening here at Jewish Voice. Well, as I leave you today, I want to remind you as I do in every program, remember daily to pray for the peace of Jerusalem. They shall prosper, Psalm 22 says, they shall prosper that love thee. Until next time, this is Jonathan Bernis saying shalom and God bless you. Jewish Voice is made possible by the support of friends and partners like you. 